Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Do 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 do. Yo, this is the Fantasy Frenzy, and we take it over. Okay, I'm going home. Oh, no. Here's what I have to say. Oh, no, Jim. You wanted it, huh? You call us out? <laughs> no. No. Oh no, Jim. You look for it. you said you said you sleep through the show. No, no, no one's sleeping here. Except for one person. Where's Corey Parson? Where is Corey Parson? Where, where's Corey? Let's see where's if we Corey? let's see if we can find him, Frank. Do you, do you, There's something wrong with my TV. Do you do you see, do you see him? Corey? You see Corey. Corey. Martino, do you, do you see Corey down there? Corey, is Corey down there? Do we have any update on Corey Parsons? Do we have an update on Corey Parsons? No. There's no Corey's nowhere fancy to be minute found. Uh, th- is there anybody out there? Are you sure, are you sure Martino? I thought, we, I thought we had some footage, maybe, of him live. Let me see here. Where's the... Wait a, wait a second. <laughs> I can't I wait think, for this. I think I found him. Did, did you, you find him? Oh! No. Oh, Corey didn't want the smoke. So Corey, Corey couldn't handle it. He's been knocked out. Look He's at been that. knocked out. No, he wasn't sleeping because he was watching the BFS. He got knocked out. And we're taking over. Unbelievable. Look we're at taking that. Over, look Greg. at that belly. There you look, look at that. Look Need at that belly. belly rub. So I am Greg Sussman, the host of the Fantasy Frenzy. My co-host, the my fantasy and real life best friend forever, Frank Stample. And what, what we have done to one co-host is eliminate him. The second one, we have put him in an Eagles jersey and banished him into the corner. That's Chris Ventra. Hello. Oh, and he does have the Eagles jersey on, finally. Banished to the corner. (laughs) How you doing, Ventra? Not good. Not good. Not How happy. you feeling? That jersey looks a little tight on you. Oh, it's so tight. I can't <laughs> breathe, bro. I, this girl, I thought she worked out and stuff. I'm like, I can't even well, just maneuver. Just because she works out doesn't mean she's brolic. She know? looks pretty brolic to me. I mean, I don't know. You know? Andrew, this is coming from another jersey. Giants fan. Yeah. I hate to say this, dude. That jersey looks kind of good on you. Uh, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe we can convert you over to, uh, over to gangrene, you know? I don't oh. like this. No. no. Absolutely no. not. Green no. is no. not my color. Not any green. Not maybe neon green. I do like neon yeah, green. I'm not like, like, like this. I do like that. Like this. You I don't like. like that. I like, like the that. color. I like the color. That's about it. Neon green is fire. 
Okay, I'll admit it. The, you know, the MLB sleeves, the neon green sleeves, those are dope. I like those. I can't support that. You went and Seth uses that. <laughs> We'd also like to introduce, you hear him in the background, we've allowed him to stay on our takeover program. It's Mr. Jim Day. Jim, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great, guys. Great opening. Had me laughing my ass off. <laughs> we, we, we appreciate that. Uh, for those that are just tuning in, this is the Fantasy Frenzy, but your BFFs are taking over. Uh, just a quick shot here of Corey Parson. Uh, here's what happened to Corey in case you were just tuning in. There he is. Yep, he didn't want uh, the smoke. Corey didn't want to do it. The the His belt, which he doesn't actually hold, is from three years ago. Uh, it's in the trash <laughs> where it belongs. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and here we're, we're live. We're ready to rock. On today's edition of the BFFs. There you go. Thursday edition of the BFFs. The takeover. The invasion. Here we go, Greggy. Absolutely. Now, we got the... You, you look good, Venture. What do, you, what do you want to talk about, man? Die, Eagles, die. Die, die Eagles, die. All right, listen. Listen, we're just, we're just, we're just guests here, Frank, obviously. Um, Chris, so I want to throw this at you. You know, it's, you're, you're a real co-host of the Frenzy. What, mm-hmm. do you want to talk, what do you want to talk about, bud? It talk. doesn't matter what you want to talk about. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. This oh, is the Look, best friends The restaurant even closed over. the curtains on you. Look at this. They closed the entire Because they don't want to see what we're going to do to you. Is <laughs> the reason. Chris, it's a whole Chris, trap. Chris, don't, Chris, don't get upset. They wanted to see what it's like to play in front of a real audience. Ooh, there you go, Jim. We, Fire back. Th- that feed can go fire. out really quickly, Jim. Day. <laughs> really, really quickly. What's that, Jim? Uh, your, your, your mic is muted? We can't hear you anymore. This One, is crazy. Oh, no, man. I can, we can certainly scribble something over, over Jim's feed as well. Anyway, gentlemen, Thursday night football tonight. A barn burner, if you will. Jim Day, we always like taking overs on Thursday night. But how in your right mind can you do that tonight in the Jaguars versus Titans matchup? Oh, there's no way in hell you can. <laughs> I just look. I, I don't care if you you bet the under or not, or bet the spread. Just, I, there's no way in hell you can take the over in this game, whether it comes out or not. There's just no way you can make that bet unless you're just lunatic. Yeah, I. But I kind of want to do it. Bet you, I kind of want to do it. <laughs> do we, is this mic off? Don't, don't, can we turn Venture's mic? I don't hear him. <laughs> Am I talking? Someone, <laughs> someone muted him. It wasn't us. Am I talking? That, you're, I think you're, Pavona, you're good. You're good. You're good. Pavona, that's really me. That's like me. It's Bones. Head. I just walked in. I, Bones. I, I meant to mute Jim, and I muted Venture. Oh. Sorry. Bones. Uh, at Careful. least that was a smart move to make. Careful, Bones. So, listen. No. I think that these de- these offense so bad. What if the defenses just score at will and just get picks and fumbles and score touchdowns or set them up in the red zone every time? It could be over. 37 and a half. Uh, what is it? 37 and a half? That's really, really low. That could easily go over. I, I think it's the over. I, I agree. But look at the history of these matchups between these two teams. The game earlier on this season, 9-6, to six, I think they're two, the two, two games that they've played combined, the past two games, have combined for 25 total points, Greg. So yeah. you're saying you're saying you know this is what they want you to do. Uh, Corey talks about this a lot. Gabe talks about this a lot. What do the odds makers want you to do? They bet put the these numbers so low because they want to get someone like you to bet the over. Is that what you they, think? They're trying, be successful. They're, they're trying to get people to bet the over, but they know there's no chance in hell, Venture, that this game is going over 37 and a half. Points. You don't think there's that, no way in you hell. don't think that majority are betting under. I think majority are going to bet under still. But that's why they put this line so low. Yeah. Because they're trying to pull you in to bet the over for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, 37 and a half, that's right in line with the, some of the lowest totals we've seen all season, Greg. So that's what they're trying that to get you to really do. Low. They're trying to get you to bet the over. But I'm with Jim. I just, between the first matchup that you saw this year, 
where they they played a 9-6 to game. Last week, the Jaguars were revitalized for whatever reason. I don't know if it was just because they were home against the Colts, whatever it might be, divisional matchup, but it's another divisional matchup here. And they didn't allow the Colts, much better offense than the Titans, to score a single point. I, I don't know how you take the over in this game. Greg. Yeah, I understand, I understand what you're saying. They, they make it so damn low that you're, they're, you're dying to bet the over. And the line is moving with Tennessee because it opened up at, uh, they were laying three and a half, now it's up to five. But I don't really want to touch the spread. Kind of like Jacksonville. I know Gabe said he likes Jacksonville the yeah, under Gabe before. I like Jacksonville. Their defense was awesome last week. You like my, the minus, what are they, minus five? Or plus, plus five. Plus five. I don't know. I wouldn't touch that. I, I would, wouldn't maybe, touch it either. Yeah. Because Jacksonville has played much better at home, and we saw that a week ago against the Colts, but they're 1-3 in three ATS on the road this season. And Tennessee, yeah, on the flip Jack- side of that, they're 3-2 and two at home ATS against the spread, so they played better at home. But I don't – like, five points is a lot against Jacksonville. Like, just play the under, and I think that's the play tonight. I could see Tennessee killing them. I could see Tennessee losing to them. The thing is, Tennessee's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, so yeah, I don't are. know if True. I want to touch that. That's the problem. They could come out and show up either way today. Jim, from a, from a fantasy perspective, we talked about this a little bit on the BFS. We're just continuing the two-hour edition of the BFS here today. Taking over! No. Who can you start in fantasy outside of Leonard Fournette and the defenses in this game? Like, I, I, if you have Corey Davis, are you trying to find somebody else? Absolutely. <laughs> I, um, no, I'm, not, I'm not a big Corey Davis guy. I, I mean... Early in the season, he was getting a lot of targets and, you know, still wasn't really producing. Had a couple of good games, but even his target numbers have started to decrease over the last couple of weeks. So, you know, with less targets and the fact that, like Chris said, this offense is up and down every week, man, really starting to remind me of the Giants. Um, (laughs) There's just no way I could trust him in week 14, first week of the playoffs. He could come out and have a great game, but... I'd much rather have him have a great game on my bench than put him in my lineup and see him do a three for 32. And I don't think people talk about that logic enough, right? It's a great Where point. It's, you know, if Corey Davis manages to have a big game, like the logic was there in benching him. We just saw Jalen Ramsey have a phenomenal game a week ago, and it seems like he's kind of inspired once again. Again, both of these teams are inconsistent, but I, I like that line of thinking from Jim where, okay, if you have him in your lineup and he gives you nothing, you'd almost rather him, like, you bench him, and if he goes off, it's like the logic was there. You can't be mad at yourself if right. that happens. So, so the question that we were getting in the chat from Greg Martinez, he asks us, Chris, this. He goes, who would you rather start, Corey Davis tonight or Traquan Smith, who gave you a donut last week, oh, Traquan Smith in a great matchup against Tampa Bay? What would you do, Chris? I think I'd stick with Corey Davis. Give me Zay Jones. <laughs> Zay Jones. The Zay Jones, Dante Pettis. Give me Zay Jones. Give me Dante Pettis over either one of those guys. I know Traquan Smith, what his upside could be. But we talk about the home road splits when he doesn't play inside of a dome on the fast track. His numbers are completely different. And not only that, we've seen guys like Kirkwood getting more involved. The Thursday night game on Thanksgiving against the Falcons. It seems like every undrafted rookie wide receiver on this team caught a touchdown. Uh, one, and it was not Traquan Smith either. So he's so boomer bust. How can you trust him going into exactly. you know the first round of your fantasy playoffs? And I know we just poo pooed Corey Davis, but I almost trust the targets more. So if I have to choose exactly. one, I would take Davis. But honestly, if Dante Pettis or Zay Jones were available, I would go with one of those guys. Based instead. on targets, though, Davis is a lot safer. I mean, look, the last two games, yeah. Traquan hasn't done anything. Zero. Goose eggs. So. Uh, I know he has that potential, but you're in the playoffs now, and you need to start someone that's going to get you points, guaranteed. And Corey Davis is that guy. And which wait, is wait, wait, wait. Guaranteed? But- Did you just use the word guarantee with what you're wearing? Mm. <laughs> Uh-oh. Did you just use Corey the Davis word guarantee? Get Look, wait, wait, wait. Some point. Can we get I, another I jersey bet? 
wait, 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 wait. Let, hear me out. I understand what you're saying, and it's very hard to have any kind of faith in Smith at all. I, I absolutely guarantee that. But you can't say that Corey Davis is guaranteed to, to go out there and do anything. Probably going to be seeing a ton of Jalen Smith. You know, I, plus his Jaguars defense did look really well against Indy last week. I know they're on the road this week, but this is an important game. They want to beat Tennessee, if for no other reason than bragging rights. Right. I Man, I, I just... Of the two, I think Traquan Smith, although he has done nothing lately in this matchup against Tampa Bay with Drew Brees being pissed off after losing to Dallas, I expect Traquan Smith to have more upside than Corey Davis. Yeah, he definitely has more upside. I agree with you. Well, that's what you're looking for here. No, but he has no floor. No floor whatsoever. That is true. His floor is is zero zero points. Yeah. His floor is zero. Just looking at Corey Davis' game log the past Five I'm weeks. not going to argue that Six point weeks. either. I'm not. Yeah. I am not arguing that point. You are taking bigger risk with him. There's no doubt about exactly. it. Exactly. I totally agree. And you don't want to do that in the playoffs. But I, I could absolutely see Traquan Smith getting behind his Tampa Bay defense a lot in this game. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure we'll see a and couple all he deep needs shots. Is one to or Traquan. two of those to connect, and he's going to blow Corey Davis out of the water. I, it's a risk. I agree. But Corey Davis is no sure thing either. I understand that. But now, Corey Davis, last three out of four games, had a touchdown. Hasn't had crazy yardage uh, in the last game or in week 11 against Indianapolis. But. You know, he's getting points, and four out of the last five weeks has been double-digit in PBR. So I find that to be just a little safer, a little bit more, you know, reliable than a Traquan Smith who's, you know, gotten you zero the past two weeks in a row. I just can't do that. I, I agree. With, I actually agree. I think that Corey Davis is, is more safe. For the past six weeks, he's had at least seven targets in every game. In two of those games, he had double-digit targets as well. Jim, it sounds like you're not really – I'm not saying that, like, you love or you're, like, a huge Traquan Smith advocate, but you're not buying into these home-road splits where he plays better at home. Because if you remember, there was a gentleman by the name of Indoor Lance Moore who would <laughs> only perform when he was indoors. I feel like that we're kind of looking at a similar situation right now with Traquan Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I get that. I mean, there's cases can be made both ways depending on what you're looking for. And to me, it's it's like this. If I have a lineup set up that I think is really solid, and this is my last choice, if I think I have a solid team and I want a, a guy that's going to give me the upside, I go with Smith here because I just don't think Davis has upside in this matchup. I just don't. He could have a better game, absolutely. But if my lineup outside of this pick is a little weak and I'm a little suspect, then I'd probably go with the safer pick just to get that floor. But so it really comes down to roster construction before this choice. Does that make sense to you guys? I think that does make sense. I have a league where as of right now, I have Corey Davis in my lineup. I'm in the first round of the playoffs as well. Uh, The only other options I have on my bench are Alshon Jeffrey against Dallas, which is not a good matchup either. And he has done nothing recently. Since Golden Tate has come over, he's taken a back seat. I have Curtis Samuel against the Browns, which is like, okay, that's all right. There's some volatility with Curtis Samuel because Cam Newton spreads the ball around. And then I picked up Deshaun Hamilton, who I don't really want to trust. So it basically comes down to like guys like Curtis Samuel, Alshon Jeffrey, Corey Davis. Do you trust those guys? Venture, would you trust a guy like Curtis Samuel over Corey Davis more? No. Facing the Browns? No. I'd still go Corey Davis. I'll go with the number I, I one wide Corey Davis in right now. So yeah. I think that's your best hey, bet. But, 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 Chris, you've been stuck on this all year. He's the number one wide receiver. I get that, but so, so what? He's going to get targets. That's what that means. He's, he's only the only seen, wide receiver. He's seen, what, seven, four, four targets the last few weeks? Seven. 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 Frank just but, but Samuel had double-digit targets last week as well. Career yeah, high. Yeah, right. 
Well, but, he, but the, he's been pretty hot as well. well I, you know, the week I'm, before I'm not he had two catches for 17 yards. I, it's he just you get stuck on a player and you just stuck on that player. No, I no, mean, no. The, 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 the <laughs> fact of the matter is anybody that's a number one wide receiver and there's really not much else besides them, I like because I know that they're going to get fed. And when I know oh, they're so going to get fed, you, they're going to get you points. You like Kelvin Benjamin. No, <laughs> absolutely. Buffalo's just a He was the number one zone. wide receiver. He was supposed to get fed. Kelvin Benjamin working out for the Kansas City Chiefs. Jim Day, it actually looks uh, looks like Kelvin Benjamin was fed a little bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, Frank. I do. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, it's just not He's a guarantee. That I'm sorry. I just, man, ah, Corey Davis just boggles my mind. I can't wrap. Him. He looks great one week, and the next week he, he looks like trash. They don't look That's like the they're team. on the same. Yeah. They don't look like they're on the same playbook at all. It, it just makes me crazy. On the other hand, though, I do like Mariota this week. I think he might be pretty good. <laughs> nice on, you, you, can't, you can't like Mariota tonight in a game with a 37 and a half total. Come well, on. Mario's what are doing, we doing here? Mario's been very consistent. But if you actually watched that game last week against the Jets, he was not good. The Jets Terrible. basically handed them that game. He missed a ton of throws mm-hmm. down the field. He has not, he's been very inconsistent. I don't know if he's still uh, suffering from the, the, the pinch nerve or whatever it might be. He's been hurt. I just think that Mariota's too fragile for the NFL. It's something that I was thinking about. It might be true. You look at the way he's built. He's not built to take hits. He's a very skinny dude. He's like, tall. Imagine skinny, me yeah. in the NFL. Like, come on, like, I can't take a hit in the NFL. It's, <laughs> when I look at Marcus Mariota, that's what I see. A guy that can't take hits, especially in a big game tonight against the Jaguars. And he runs a lot. He's outside my top 20 at quarterback. We're taking a break. When we come back, we'll see if Venture and Jim Day are still allowed to hang out with us. It's a BFF takeover of the frenzy. We'll answer your questions. Let's light up the phone lines when we come back here on The Frenzy. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. So we were told by our producers that's supposed to be T.I. Thursday. We nixed that immediately. Immediately. You heard some Metallica, some Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews. This is, this is what a I, show should be like. I like it. Of Jim course likes Jim it. likes it. Jim, you, like, you like Dave Matthews? I like a lot some of Dave Matthews. The, the songs that I can actually understand what he's saying. There you go. <laughs> I like those. The other ones, not so much. So we wanted to make this uh, this set more like it should be around here. We're taking over, so. You're bringing out There Michelle? we go. We'll light that up. We'll light that up. That goes where it's supposed to be. Happy Hanukkah, Greg. You're lighting the menorah. Oh, cool. Man, I wish I had my BB gun. I could so, take out those little candles. So so Jeff, right? Jeff's a big, Jeff's a big part of the frenzy, right? He's a big Corey Parsons staple. There mm-hmm. you go. Goodbye, Jeff. Oh, Jeff, he's gone. Oh, it's the he's end gone. of Jeff. His cranium came off. That's the end of Jeff. His cranium. We don't need. <laughs> Did it really? His cranium popped off. We don't right need off. Jeff. And his stick. That's much better. <laughs> don't, you feel, stick. don't you feel better? Jim, do you like uh, do you like Metallica? I like some Metallica music. I don't like Metallica the band, but you don't want to get into that. We already oh. had that. <laughs> oh yeah. I heard your uh, your reasoning <laughs> for this the whole Napster thing, right? Yeah, I used to love Napster, man. I got so much great music off of Napster. And then sitting there yelling, nah, 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 you whiny 
bastards go home i think we gotta start a we gotta start a goon squad gofundme for uh for jim day so that he could get an ipod or something because he's still using the cd player are you we gotta we gotta (laughs) i have an ipod i have all kinds of stuff but yes i still use my cd players mostly in my car i drive a lot so i listen to a lot of music you gotta get you an aux cable Nox cable, you yeah, can plug it into that's your phone. Okay. I like my there's something I, I like my CDs. Jim, so cars don't have CD players anymore. What do you do? Jim's car does. <laughs> Absolutely. Come on, Jim. Uh, we want to remind you, your, your BFFs want to remind you, because we're here to help you, obviously, that the DailyRoto.com NBA line of optimizer is now available. That means you can use the same tools and projections that DailyRoto.com NFL's premium subscribers are using to win each week for NBA DFS contests. DailyRoto.com has produced seven separate FanDuel and DraftKings million-dollar tournament winners and millions more in cumulative prizes. If you're playing daily fantasy sports and you aren't using the DailyRoto tools, projections, and optimizers, you're doing it wrong, and you're at a competitive disadvantage. Head on over to DailyRoto.com. Click on Go Premium and enter the promo code FNTSY for a special discount and start winning today. That's DailyRoto.com. Click on Go Premium, enter the promo code FNTSY for a special discount and start winning today. For those that are just joining the program right now, this is the BFF takeover of the Fantasy Frenzy. Can we get an update on Corey? How's Corey doing here? Oh, he's still locked down. Oh, boy. Still down. Yeah. Not moving a muscle. He has not moved a muscle. <laughs> I love that picture. Talk is get hit, Corey. A Pitch belly. Back. Belly's blowing. Unbelievable. Belly's blowing. The studio is starting to feel a little bit more cozy, isn't it? Yeah, we got us. the menorah lit, you know. Oh, man. Yes. Nice. Gunica. Right. Hey, I'm okay with you lighting the menorah as long as you guys give me a present every day for eight days. Yeah. Let's light up the phone. Let's light up the phone lines. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's start with Wheezy in Florida. What's up, Wheezy? How you guys doing today? We're doing great. How are you? I'm all right, man. I really need some help with a tight end question here. All right. Um, I in last week uh, to the frenzy here, and they got me through with unanimous decision. So thank you guys very much. You're welcome. Uh, to help me get to the playoffs. Um, my tight end question here. Um, is actually, um, I've got uh, Jordan Reed. Not too thrilled about it with what's been going on there. So um, I can I can pick up Ingram, uh, Ian Thomas, Uzuma, or McDonald. Um, and I'm looking, probably, you know, all the way through the playoffs. Yeah, so I'll start with this Do one. Do I stick with Reed? Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about Reed. I have him lower uh, in my rankings than uh, the rest of the consensus. I have him at, at number 12 because Mark Sanchez is a quarterback, whether it's him or Josh Johnson. You don't feel good about the quarterback play. Oh, hell way. no. No. Oh, hell no. I know, Jim. De- oh, hell no. Uh, I actually have Vance McDonald ranked one spot higher. We just saw the Oakland Raiders get torched. I know it was Travis Kelsey. He's one of the best tight ends in the league. But the Raiders have given up a ton of fantasy production to tight ends all season long. So I'm going with Vance McDonald. I'll open it up to... Uh, Ventura and Jim. It was it was McDonald, Reed, Ian Thomas, Uzama. I think were the top four. And he said Ingram, but Ingram's hurt. So yeah, Ingram, yeah, I don't I don't know how you could trust him. Ian Thomas up, yeah. going up against Cleveland, which is not a bad matchup. Mm-hmm. And Uzama going up against the Chargers, which is a tougher matchup. I don't want to do Uzama at all at this point. I'm done with Uzama. He's not getting enough points for me. I know it's been pretty consistent, but low points. Getting targets. If you play in a point per target league. Um, well, quarterback's scary there too. Yeah, with Jeff Driscoll. I like McDonald as well, to be honest with you, because he's got the highest upside, and he, he gives you uh, not a great floor, but, you know, all these guys have a pretty low floor, so I'm okay with that. I mean, the last four games, his lowest point score was 5.7 in a PPR, and he has the highest upside of getting a touchdown on all these guys, I think. So I think you want to roll with McDonald. And I know they're playing open, right. but, so they might run the ball a ton. 
I don't know if McDonald's going to get no, too I, much play, but I, I could see him getting at least a touchdown in this game. Jim, what do you think? I think, you know, tell you the truth, I'm, I might give a shot to Ian Thomas here. Um, you know, we saw him come in last week. He got the targets right away, uh, got involved. We know that Cam wants to throw, you know, to the tight end when he can. With Olsen was always there. So I, I might give him and this matchup a little bit more leeway. Look, I, I like Vance McDonald, but every time you think Vance McDonald's going to be the guy, all of a sudden, Reed, I mean, Jesse James steps up and starts playing well. It, it, I hate when they have two tight ends like that that go back and forth. It's so hard to trust. I'd rather have a team that has one tight end that they're going to go to. And I love this matchup against Cleveland, who's over the last five weeks been number 30th against the tight ends in points allowed, in PPR points yeah. allowed. So I think Ian Thomas is, is the play for me. It's between Ian Thomas yep. and Vance McDonald, I think, Greg, just based on matchups. Which way you lean? For me, I'm going to the matchup with Ian Thomas. Um, We're split. I'm going I like, with I like Vance McDonald the most. I agree with Jim that it's annoying when there's two tight ends here. Right. I just think it's a really good matchup uh, yeah. against the Oakland Raiders. Hey, yeah. And Ian Thomas, if you look at the usage from Greg Olson, it had been a little bit inconsistent as well. He wasn't getting the same right. targets and, and, and yards as he was in years past. I think the Ian Thomas floor is possibly zero, whereas Vance McDonald floor is more around like five. Yeah. And I just like that more. I think their upside's the Oh, same. yeah, that, that floor of five is going to win championships. <laughs> Listen, this is tight Ooh, ends we're talking right. about. Let's yeah. not on that. This is tight ends, Before Jim. we get to our next call, I wanted to throw out this out uh, to our room, and, and Jim, of course. And if you have Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson, which one do you start? Frank, I'll start with you. That's a great one question. In PPR, I- I'm going to use Eckler just because I think he's going to still be more involved in the pass game. Uh, but, in, you know, in standard and non-PPR, I... It's tough. It's tough because we get the report yesterday from uh, from Anthony Lynn saying that Austin Eckler is wearing down. So I moved Justin Jackson up in my rankings, and I think he's going to be the guy more so on the early downs. He's going to build off that second half last week where him and Austin Eckler actually had the same amount of touches. So they were already starting to see like a 50-50 split. But in PPR, Eckler to me is more so safe to get the, the, the work, the targets, and the usage in the pass game. So PPR, I'll go with Eckler. This is 100% format dependent for me. In non-PPR, I'll go with Justin Jackson. I think I'm going to roll with Jackson both ways. All right. Um, I think playing Cincinnati based on the matchup. They're yep. at home against Cincinnati. They're going to run the ball. Exactly. They're going to run the ball a lot. Jackson's going to be the early down runner. Uh, he's obviously been more explosive, uh, getting big chunk plays. He even had a catch for 20 yards last game. I know Eckler had five catches, but his yardage, he was getting held down. He was getting bogged down on that, getting stuffed a lot. I don't like that. So I want Jackson, I think, with this easy matchup, we'll have the higher upside to get, getting a touchdown, more likely to get a touchdown, and more yards. Obviously, Eckler's going to have more catches, but I still think Jackson both ways. To be honest, so, both so guys Chris, could score touchdowns. Chris, it sounds like ultimately you think Justin Jackson this week really steps in for Melvin Gordon, right? Like it's a Melvin Gordon role, and Austin Eckler kind of keeps his role. Well, I think I don't think Jackson's going to get like you know anywhere near twenty carries or anything like that. I right. think he'll get like twelve to fifteen carries, okay. and maybe a couple catches. But I think he has the better chance of getting that touchdown that brings you over the top. You know what I mean, Jim Day? What do you think? I like Jackson this week. You know, I, I saw the same report that uh, Frank is talking about where Eckler's worn down. You know, playing that special teams. You now it's tough to do that and maintain a big role in the offense as well. So that's why not many do it, but. By the end of the season, it could definitely get you down. Look, he's going to be involved in both and could have a big game, but I just think Jackson with the early down work in this matchup, I think he has more of a chance to get in the end zone. So I think I would take the chance on Jackson, even with Eckler cat- catching the passes. Like we saw last week, he caught five passes, but what, 21 yards. Uh, it's not really going to break the bank. I-, I-, I hope for more, but I think Jackson is just a safer play. Right. Interesting. 
There you go. Justin Jackson. I, you know, it wouldn't and, surprise and me. One of the reasons you like Austin yeah. Eckler because you thought he was safer. And it wouldn't surprise me, Greg, if both guys perform well in this matchup. I, I yeah, right. That's what I said, too. I agree. But I know Good some point. people have to decide between, you know, a lot of the same question we're getting, Jim, is like this group, and I have this group pretty much ranked like right around each other. It's it's Spencer Ware, Jalen Samuels, it's Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, Jeffrey Wilson. It's like that group of five. Yeah. Everybody yeah, all, is the, all, the, all the new guys marks of the week. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. basically, I, out of that group, I'll tell you what, I, I really like Jeffrey Wilson. I do. I, I, I do, too. I don't love the matchup, but the fact that he stepped right in and got involved in the passing game right away last week, uh, man, I, I, I like that option a big Big time. I think they're going to have to dump a lot of passes off to him this week against Denver. Yeah. Because uh, they won't have a lot of success just trying to grind up against Denver. So I think if they dump off a lot, I think he's a big play this week. Yeah, he had over 130 yards and uh, 23 touches in his first game playing. Um, or, well, actually, he played the week before but only had pass catching. But he had eight catches. I mean, this guy could do it both. And he obviously showed that because the yards on the ground were good and the yards in the air were good as well. 844-843-6879. Let's go back to the phone lines now, and we'll get to Shane in Colorado. What's up, Shane? What's up, BFS? What is up? Wow. How about them, Cowboys? Hey, guys. Get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Chris, Jim, you know, I just needed to remind everyone that if you, wanna, if you want to win, stick with the best. Forget the BFS. Goon Squad for life. Oh, got him, got him. Yeah, my man. Let's go to the next caller. Up next. (laughs) Up next on the phone lines right now. Let's go to Wes in California. What's up, Wes? Uh, What's up, fellas? What's up, everybody? What's popping, man? Not much. I got a couple um, PPR uh, questions so I can get moved forward on this win. Um, With uh, AJ Green out. All I have left at uh, wide receiver two options, and I'm out of waiver wire ads because they set a 50 waiver wire ad limit. I only have Kiki Cutie and Alshon Jeffrey, full PPR. We got the same question yesterday, and I already yeah. gave my thoughts on it. I, I don't want to touch Alshon, Alshon Jeffrey at all in this matchup against the Dallas Cowboys. And it's hard to trust Kiki Cutie either because he could leave yeah. any single game with a hamstring injury, but... I like the offense a little bit more there. I feel like if he plays, he's safer for PPR. Again, we don't like either one of these guys, and I wish you had more waiver uh, waiver acquisitions that you could use. I, if Kiki QT plays, I would use him in PPR, but I really don't like either. Venture, what do you think? Yeah, that's, you know, to pick between those two is like pick your poison, but I think, I'm, I think I'd roll Jeffrey just for the fact that I know he's going to get a certain amount of targets. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be pretty. you got to hope for a touchdown along the way. That's it. Yeah, you need a touchdown. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, the matchup's better for Cute, but I just don't trust him right now. He's banged up, yeah. and he hasn't been playing well. He hasn't really been getting the targets. So I would go with Jeffrey just because so, I know he's the number one on the Eagles, and he has that chance for that red zone touchdown, more likely than Cute. Jim, Jeffrey or Kiki QT? Yeah, I agree with what Chris said, but more for the reason what Frank said is that, you know, Kuti, he could come in the game and start, but there's no guarantee he finishes the game. The way he's been banged up in and out and not playing and, you know, they're still not sure. If he gets in a full practice Friday or Saturday, I'd probably roll with him. But if he's still, you know, not getting full practices in, I don't think he could touch him. I think I'd have to go with Jeffrey with the off chance. He has, a, you know, that one in a million big game we haven't been seeing. <laughs> 
I, I would go with Kiki. Okay. I, I said it yesterday on the show, too. I go with Kiki. No, but I agree with Jim. Like, pay attention I, I to the practice reports, too, because that obviously means a huge deal. Like, if he's still questionable come Sunday, it's like he could be on a pitch count as well. So if that's the case in your fantasy playoffs, at least just play the healthiest option that you have, a guy that you know that's going to be on the field every single play in Alshon Jeffrey. So pay attention to it. I, I will say if Kiki QT is healthy going into the game, I would use him. But if there's any... Uh, you know, skepticism when it comes to uh, how many snaps he's going to play or how healthy he is, then I agree with these guys and it's Alshon Jeff. Just pay attention over the week. Yeah. All right, let's go back uh, to the phone lines. Oh, do you have another question? You have two questions. You said Shane, right? Not Shane. Screw yeah. Shane. This is West. Shane, Shane's a dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting Aaron Jones and Nick Chubb for sure. My toss-up is between Dalvin Cook versus Seattle and Sony Michelle versus Miami in my flex spot. It's PPR, right? Frank, you've been the Sony yeah, Michelle guy. You've been the Sony Michelle guy all week. Are you sticking with him over Dalvin Cook? I know Chris is the Dalvin Cook guy. He spoke yeah. about that a lot on yesterday's show. Yeah. So I know Chris is going to take Dalvin Cook. Yeah. I assume you're going to take your boy Sony, which means I want Jim. GPR changes things, though, Greg. Yep. Because we just saw Dalvin Cook post career highs in terms of targets and receptions a week ago. Ten targets, he had eight receptions. And the Seattle Seahawks just got eaten alive by a guy named Jeffrey Wilson. <laughs> so, and they're, they're allowing the fifth most fantasy points to running backs. Over the last month, I know I've talked about Sony Michelle, but I think PPR throws a little bit of a wrinkle here. The way that we saw Dalvin Cook used last week, I think it's a little bit closer. Jim, what do you think? Uh, Dalvin Cook versus Sony Michelle in PPR. Hey, I'm going with Dalvin Cook, especially in PPR. Um, you know, he's got more touches. You know, each of the last few weeks, and and that's a good thing. The matchup, uh, I don't mind this matchup at all. I think he can do damage against this team. And what with Michelle, I, I mean, once again, we got Bill Belichick playing tricks. Uh, with Devlin getting in the, in the end zone, you get Burkhead coming in, stealing some carries. You know, I just I don't trust. Once again, we're back to not trusting New England running backs, not named James White. Right, and he gets no, you know, pass catching opportunities. Really, yeah, really, Very the, few. the way that Tony Michelle outscores Dalvin Cook touchdowns. this week is if he scores a touchdown or two, which right. I could definitely see him scoring one touchdown. Absolutely, he could score two even. That. Yeah, he can. No, he can. He had a big you game You can't bank on Dalton. even one, though. That's the problem. <laughs> and the other thing is, though, Cook could easily score a touchdown or two himself. I mean, the talent. He, the most important thing about Dalvin Cook right now is that he looks extre- very healthy. He doesn't look injured at all. He's running with, with power, with his speed, and his talent back. And I think that's very important. The problem that I have with Dalvin Cook is that he's still not getting a ton of usage right. on the ground. Like he, We just saw the pass game usage. Last week, but what would he have? Nine carries. He ran super efficiently too. He I know, eighty-four yards on nine carries. Like, why didn't he get the ball I think more? Easing, I think they're worried game? and they're yeah, easing him it, in. It's just weird. I will say this: I mentioned Seahawks are allowing the fifth most fantasy points over the last month. During that span, they've allowed the most targets and receptions to running backs. So I think that Yuppers. lends itself to Dalvin Cook as well in the PPR. I agree with these. Unanimous, guys. nice. Right. So you're making it, ultimately making it unanimous with you with, with Jim and Chris and what picking about? Dalvin Cook. I'll go Dalvin Cook as well. Yeah. I'll make it all four of us. Oh, all four. There we go. It seemed fun. <laughs> it seemed fun. <laughs> one, one more call before the break. It's Gabe in Portchester. What's up, Gabe? Yo, what's going on, fellas? What's happening? Yo, you guys were hilarious starting the show, man. Thank you, man. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Look, I got a quick question, man. Should I be worried about Gurley since, you know, they already clinched and everything? About not playing? So it's a really good, qu- so it's a really good question. We actually, actually haven't gotten it yet yeah. all that much. So... The Rams still have to get home field advantage throughout the right. playoffs, right? And they lost to the Saints, which hurt. Of course, the Saints lost to Dallas really helps them. But it may go down on the wire for them to clinch, clinch home field advantage ultimately. Mm-hmm. So you may be in luck with that, guys, when it comes to Todd Gurley. I think you're okay 
at least for now, unless the Saints lose another game, which would make it much easier for the Rams, they got to play Gurley and Robert Woods and the rest of the crew. Yeah, they're not out of the woods yet. Not out of the Robert Woods yet. There you go, <laughs> But uh, for, for Todd Gurley, I know it's going up against the Bears. Can you be worried? Sure. Are you changing anything you've done? Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. No, that's Gurley. We're taking a break. More of your telephone calls coming up. I'm going to see what else I can do to make the studio more BFF-like. Stick around. More Put some Barbie dolls up. I should, Jim. You're right. Some Barbie dolls (laughs) would be quite nice. We'll be back after this. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. I like freestyle, not this one particularly. If there was another freestyle song, I'd be dancing right now. You know it. <laughs> Thank God there's not another freestyle song. <laughs> Just wait till tomorrow, Betridge. Your day. Yeah, I know. Tomorrow's my day. It's all Back with you. Jim, you, you say you like old music. Is that is freestyle encompassing in that? Well, I, I'm just not. I, I like a lot of music. I never say all music because there's a lot I don't like. Don't like opera. Don't like sappy country. And I don't like really electronica. I want I want actual music. instruments in my music. I don't need just keyboards. So you like anything with instruments? Uh, most anything with instruments, yeah, as long as it's, it's okay. There's as long as it's not a country. lot of thrash metal stuff like that I can't stand. Um, you know, it's just to me, it's all about how fast you can go with no real content to it. I disagree. So. I'm a big time metalhead, so. Well, there you go. A lot That's of beautiful, okay. You're a young kid. There's a lot That's of beautiful why you call melody. yourself a boy. There's a lot of beautiful melody to metal. Trust me. Oh, I so, agree. No. Anyway, so if you're just tuning in, this is, this is the frenzy uh, with your nerds, your BFFs. Hello. Uh, so Broke out some toys, too, for uh, Put for, some toys for out for us. Some, jo- uh, um, some toys out here. Also, so I, I have this, of course, Corey. How about that cowboy? <laughs> the cup he got as a gift. Right, yeah. he, got, he got this as a gift, right? <laughs> yeah. He was mm-hmm. given this. Um, oh, no. So now, uh, quick question. Where is Corey right now, Martino? Can we, get a, can we get a shot of where Corey is, please? <laughs> All right. We'll just, we'll just wait on that shot. All right, here we, we found him. Okay. Uh, so I'm just going to dump this cowboy. I'm just going to just dump this right on Corey on the floor. This gift goes where it belongs, right in the trash. He, right there on Corey. So the skeleton's on him. The skeleton's been buried. <laughs> you guys do all these game balls. The remnants of Corey Parsons. You guys constantly do game balls, right, every Tuesday. That's a thing. Yeah. Now you can do it. Jim, this is for you. And Maybe you, you want to be a BFF. Do it with a real, a real team. Giants, right? baby. A, 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 a real football rather than this Cowboys nonsense. Look at all these Super Bowls This is Bowls one right thing now. I have to agree with you. This with. is great. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> Who needs it? G-Man, baby. How about that? How about that? <laughs> we could have been fighting for a playoff spot by, right now, by the way. 
Thanks. Oh, will I'm you the stop? Only, you know, the if they didn't lose to the Eagles. You know, you know what? They should have won that Eagles game. He's exactly. not completely off here, Jim, because if they no, no, won no, that they, Eagles they, game and they, they won the Bears game. They not to win that Eagles game. That's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, they didn't use Saquon Barkley in the second half of that game. What's the reason? Yeah, not only did they not use Saquon Barkley, but they were going against a Philly defense secondary that was playing third and fourth stringers and didn't try to stretch the field with Odell Beckham or even Shepard. They did not try to stretch the field at all in the second half. Nobody in the world could tell me they didn't lose that game intentionally. Yeah, but then Frank brought up a good point. Why win the next two games? I understand that. I'm just telling you. That's why they're the stupidest organization on the freaking planet. Jim, have you heard of the New York Knicks? <laughs> well, that's why I don't watch basketball. There you go. I don't <laughs> all right. you. And, oh. then, and then I like the Mets, which is why I don't watch baseball. You're going to stop watching football soon, too, though. I am. I'm going to start following <laughs> curling. I, I really like those brooms. You may or may not have reached your fantasy playoffs. You know who didn't reach their fantasy playoffs? Corey Parson. So he did it. Because he was playoffs. sleeping on the floor. He was busy sleeping, passed out. He mm-hmm. called us a lot, of, a lot of names and said, oh, we're happy to be here. I'm, I'm a playoff virgin. At least I got the tip in. I don't understand. I, 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 I don't get it. At least you got the team in. You I got know, the Greg. team in, the, the tip, tip in. in. I got it all in, baby. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to finish it, and it's going to feel awesome. Anyway, you may not have reached your fantasy football playoffs. What is happening right now? But either way, with BetDSI, you can capitalize on all the on-field action with a user-friendly mobile site, web interface, and the fastest payouts in the industry. For the upcoming college football bowl games, the next next big soccer matchup, they have wagering options for almost any sport you can think of. You can even wager on esports, politics, and reality TV. Get an edge and utilize live betting at BetDSI, where you can wager virtually any time during a contest, capitalizing on in-game circumstances. Utilize the daily fantasy skills without the constraints of salary caps and wager on player props. There are so many ways to make money. Use the promo code FNTSY18 when signing up and get a 100% bonus deposit match and then... Once you've opened up your account, go to dailyroto.com, click on contact us, and send us your username, and we'll give you one month of Daily Roto access totally for free. That's access to all sports, tools, and optimizers. So go ahead right now, head on over to BetDSI, and you get to win on so many levels. That's promo code FNTSY18 to get your 100% bonus deposit match and one month free on DailyRoto.com. I, I got some news. Two, two tidbits, good and bad. You, you want good or bad first? Well, listen, we're going to silence your mic if the first one's not, if we don't, we don't like it. That, that, that's well, they're we important for the fantasy owners out there. They better be. See what we got. What do so you got? let's go with the bad news first. We'll end with the good news. The bad news is Hilton sat again today. T.Y. Hilton misses a second day of practice. That is bad news. That's very relevant information. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not good. We need to talk about a replacement. And then <laughs> the good news, Julio Jones said, Uh-oh. I'll be ready to go versus the pack. Boom! Julio, Julio baby! Beast. He heals well, so now fast. that we know that. Now that we know that he's got such a low floor, I mean, how can we yeah, trust him in week 14? <laughs> 19 yards. That's Come an on. anomaly. Come on, Ventura. Anomaly. That's Baltimore Ravens. T.Y. Hilton. Uh, I, I just don't know if I can trust him. He's such a bum. I, I, I think he's waiver wire fodder. <laughs> Keep going. Anyway, great. So Julio will be out there. <laughs> T.Y. Hilton now has missed, two days of pra- has missed two days of practice. The big day, of course, will be tomorrow on Friday, and we'll see ultimately if he's out there. If he's not, what does this mean, guys, for the Colts' offense? How, what does this do to your fantasy lineup? I'll answer my own question first. That's what Corey does. So for <laughs> the Colts, for the Colts' offense, it's all Eric Ebron. He had ten targets last week. It becomes not practice today. They're but dealing yeah. with an illness. It's not like a exactly. muscle or anything. He's do. going to play this weekend. Um, it's Eric Ebron, more Eric Ebron, and even more Eric Ebron than that. Use him in DFS, like Everywhere. ultimate cash game lock. 
just the target that he saw last week. First game without Jack Doyle, 16 targets. Just absolutely ridiculous. I'm pulling up. I know, you know, here on the Frenzy, the Goon Squad, we don't like to talk about stats, but I'm going to give you some stats because T.Y. They Hilton, need them. They need them. 87% of the snaps last week. I'm just going to let you know who played the most snaps behind him in case you're in a deeper league and you need to figure out, well, who the hell is going to play wide receiver for the Colts this week? Dontrell Inman was next up 71% of the snaps. Zach Pascal, 55% of the snaps. Ryan Grant, 55% of the snaps. So it looks like those three guys would be the wide receivers that are predominantly on the field if T.Y. Hilton can't go. I got an interesting thing where if, let's say you had Hilton where you could plug him in your flex and you got two other better wide receivers, let's say that you could plug in your, uh, your wide receivers, maybe you can go with Naheem Hines. I'm thinking he'll, he'll get a lot more targets and usage with, you know, T.Y. Hilton out. I mean, those receivers are, you know. They're a ragtag bunch. Oh, sorry, I just got a call. I'm on the frenzy, so I have to answer my phone. Got to answer your phone. Oh, you know, oh, there's some honey's walking by <laughs> here too. Some honey's here. Some honey's here, Greg. Sorry, the honey's close. I'm, 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 I'm on the phone. I'm sorry. sorry. I got a See that? Wait, wait, wait. You guys, I got a little distracted. I got to say this. You know you know, I love Corey, but this is what happens, Corey, when you set yourself up with such low-hanging fruit. <laughs> there you go. Where's what? his blanket? Jimmy's the third man. Where's my blanket? Where's my... Hold on. Where's my blanket? Oh, someone, it's a red blanket. blanket. Give me a blanket. Well, give me the red one. Yeah. Give, me, give me the red felt breaks. Give me the give red, me the red, red to sleep. Give me the red, red felt breaks, mind you, in the playoffs this year. That would be myself. Yep. Hey, hey, Greg Bynum. Warm, warm me up. Warm me up, Greg. There you go. Hey. Oh, you're not going to warm me looks up. looks like a Superman cape. Oh, oh, you're going to warm up Chris Ventra oh, instead. No. <laughs> oh, no, don't put that with oh, the green. Man. We want to see the, the Eagles jersey. <laughs> this red is Giants red. I would love it to be Jim, on Jim, if body. you need a T.Y. Hilton replacement, are you going in-house to the Indianapolis Colts, or are you looking somewhere else? Oh, God, no. I hope not. Um, <laughs> if I have to. I, I mean, let's face it. Sometimes you just don't have a choice, depending on your league. If I had to take a choice of the wide receivers in Indy right now, being that one guy, I'd probably go with Dontrell Inman. I think I trust him a little bit more than the others. I think he's got more talent than any of the guys there. So I think I'd go with Dontrell Inman. I think that's fair to say, too. I mean, look, we got a lot of questions about Dante Pettis, Zay Jones, uh, Kurt Daniel. Those are like the three big wide receiver ads this week. Uh, all in on Dante Pettis. I have him ranked in the top 30, Jim. I might be crazy. I'm not sure. But I also have Zay Jones inside my top 36. I just, what is not to like about Zay Jones, the spot that he's in, going up against the Jets, the last time he faced them, he torched them. He saw double-digit targets. Uh, he scored a, scored a touchdown in that game. He scored a touchdown last week. They released Kelvin Benjamin. It seems like they're handing it all over to Zay Jones. They trust him, and, and if they didn't, then they wouldn't have released Kelvin Benjamin. So uh, do you like Zay Jones as much as I do? I, You know, I like him. He's definitely starting to play better. We've seen a nice uptick in his work lately and like you said the last couple of weeks have been nice um my only concern is now he's going to be treated as the number one wide receiver by the defenses and because they don't really have a lot of options there it's going to be interesting although they did didn't they just sign homes i saw that they picked homes up off of waivers andre they might have re-signed him because they released him with calvin benjamin as well so they might have brought him back no, okay, then somebody else did. Uh, sorry, I wrote it down somewhere, and I don't have it in front of me. Um, I know somebody just picked him up where he could be relevant, so watch that name. Uh, I'll look it up after the show. But uh, if that's not the case, okay, Zay Jones, he's got to be in play. He, he, he's been doing better. Josh Allen's been playing better, and you're going against the Jets. So I agree. I, I, I like him. It really depends on other options, but I like him over a lot of guys that people are concerned with and definitely guys like you were talking about earlier. So he, he definitely is above most. He's a wide receiver three for me this week. Uh, to me, the one out of all these guys that have been added this week, all these guys that names that are popping up, like between Sutton, Samuel, um, all these guys, 
Pettis to me is the is I'm the best you, one. I'm 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 drinking the Kool Aid. You got to drink him. that Kool Aid. He's inside my top thirty at wide receiver this week. He just popped off the screen the past couple of weeks, and last week against the Seahawks. I mean, the Seahawks are not the Legion of Boom. They're not who they used uh, to be. Right. But they've been pretty good against wide receivers. He just went off in that matchup too. Mm-hmm. So you know, we saw and it even the week before over hundred yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, he has three touchdowns in his last two games. And I mentioned this on the the first hour of the BFFs is they're going up against the Denver <laughs> Broncos. In the slot, they just lost Chris Harris, who is their slot corner, and Dante Pettis has been playing the slot for the 49ers. So that is, he's the guy. He's the the guy on the waiver wire that I'm looking at this week where if you need that wide receiver replacement, and not only just replacement, like if I have Doug Baldwin or Corey Davis or Alshon Jeffrey, these were guys that you drafted to be your either wide receiver two or wide receiver three. Those guys have tough matchups. I'm using Dante Pettis yes. over those guys this week. I don't know if it's too He's bold. becoming reliable. I don't no. know if it's too old. Jim, what do you think? Are, are, you, are you buying Dante Pettis as much as we are? Um, not with Goodwin back. I think he's going to, you know, I think they're going to get try to get Goodwin back in the mix. I, I don't mind him in the slot, I, and I'll play him over a lot of other guys because I, I do like that slot position. But, man, I just don't like this matchup at all. Uh, that way, I, I just, yeah. Denver defense not doing great against the pass. I just think that they're really going to get after Mullen. Well, I think Goodwin would be the one that gets locked up the most. Yeah, here's what and, I'm, and I agree with that. Here, here's what I'm looking at from uh, on the outside with uh, with Marquise Goodwin. Even if he's back, I'm not necessarily worried because if you look at Nick Mullins, who he's targeted in the pass game, it's a lot of over the middle. It's right. a tight end. It's a slot. We've seen that with Pettis now. I don't know that Nick Mullins is a guy who's going to take chances throwing to the outside when he's you know, uh, facing those those Denver Broncos that's, corners. They don't have a that's key a to good lead. Point. And, and Nick Mullins isn't gonna he's not gonna throw the ball down the field either. So he's you know that's why we see George Kittle getting as many targets as he is the slot receiver and Dante Pettis. We just saw Jeff Wilson have a bunch of targets. So Nick Mullins just strikes me as that guy who's gonna play it a little bit safer, throw it to his slot receiver, and I do think Dante Pettis is that guy. I like him a lot this week. Yep, and you gotta like the so fact would, that he's getting you, touchdowns as well. Who would you play, Dante Pettis or Zay Jones? Frank says Dante Pettis all week. Yeah, I, I would have, say Dante I, Pettis. Yeah. I have Zay Jones inside my top 36, but I do have Dante Pettis higher just based on what he's done. I think he has more playmaking ability too after the catch. He's getting everything. The targets you want to see, the targets in the red zone. At least touchdowns. six targets in three straight games. Right. He's Dante becoming Pettis. the go-to guy. I know well, two of those games, uh, even three of those games, I don't think Goodwin was there. Yeah, that's true. We got to see what happens, but you got to trust him. I, I, uh, I'll basically just I, keep I just, going I, back I, to I, what I said I about... i uh, back to one thing. Okay, go ahead, Frank. Uh, sorry, Jim. Uh, I'll just keep going back to what I said about Mullins, the way that he plays. I just don't think that he throws a lot to the outside wide receiver or throws down the field. So that's why even with Marquise Goodwin in the lineup, I don't think it affects Dante Pettis all that much. Might help him, to be honest. It might, yeah. All right. For- I, I, I come back to one thing and one thing only always, and it, it's probably my own bias, but, man, I just have a hard time trusting rookie wide receivers in big games. 844 843 what was his number again? I forgot it. We forgot the number. <laughs> yeah. I think that's one thing he never really forgets. He only forgets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You feel me? You feel, you feel, me? Saying? You feel, you feel me? what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? What's up? You know. 844 843 Connor in Tampa, you're up next. What's up, Connor? What up, brother? How you guys doing? Doing great, man. What's up? Um, I got a DFS question for tonight for the showdown play on DraftKings. Okay. Um, right now, I have Dan Lewis at captain with Leonard Fournette, Marcus Mariota, Dante Moncrief, Suckup, and Taylor Taylor. My question is, I'm, I have 2,100 left, right? So um, instead of Moncrief, would he go up to um, D.D. Westbrook? 
So, so for me, I don't think there's necessarily a difference, right? You're just, you're hoping for a touchdown from this Jaguars wide receiver. I think Dante Moncrief might have the best chance of giving it to you. I always stick with Moncrief over the uh, uh, over Didi. Yeah, I think Moncrief on the okay, and on one more. Yeah. yeah. One more. Um, instead of Dan Lewis, would he go up to um Corey Davis at captain? Or I would. You would. I would rather use Corey Davis in PPR than Dion Lewis. Yeah, I agree. In, in this, because he has much higher upside, I think. This, this is going to be a weird showdown slate too, because it's just going to take that random guy that's going to yep. do something. It's totally. going to yeah, be like totally. Anthony Ferkser tonight. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Ferkser is going to be the guy who Anthony just randomly Ferks. pops off tonight. Let's sneak in another one before we got to wrap up. Cisco in San Diego. What's happening? Yo, yo, yo! What's going on, fellas? What's yo, yo! On? Sick name, Cisco. Oh my god. Uh, who would you start as a flex? Would you start Wilson Jr., Spencer Ware? And it's a PPR, it's a 12 team. All right, Spencer Ware versus Jeff Wilson Jr. in the PPR. Jim Day, what do you think? I like Wilson. Um, you know, last week we saw Ware, you know, barely get by with that touchdown. I like Wilson more because they just got him right involved. I think they're going to use him again this week. And I have him higher. I just... Andy Reid said it. He wants a committee, and he, he doesn't mince words. He's going to get a committee. We're going to see multiple guys. They just signed our Kendrick West. Who knows how much he's going to get dipped in? It's not like he has to learn a new playbook. He knows the the offense. So, man, it just that that, that offense scares the hell out of me. One of those guys is going to be big. I just don't know who it's going to be. Yeah, I think it's Wilson by a landslide. To be honest. I, th- I think it's a little bit closer just because the offense that Spencer Ware plays in. Like, he can he can do nothing and still score two touchdowns. He right. didn't have any pass game usage, so in PPR, I think it's a little bit easier with Jeff Wilson this week. You know, you mentioned the nine targets, eight receptions he had a week ago. Yeah. That was a season high for any 49ers running back. Yeah. So, I mean, but what I like is that he could do both. Ware isn't going to really get the target, especially now that Chuck Hendrick West is back. You'd assume he'd get the third down work, right, uh, in this committee. And the other thing is just the matchup. Baltimore, they're playing Baltimore, uh, the Chiefs. That's a really yeah. tough matchup on the ground. It's so. not a great matchup against the Broncos either. There was a stretch where they were getting shredded by running backs. Remember, my own, Isaiah Crowell of the Jets, <laughs> uh, rushed for like 200 yards against them. But yeah. you know, ever since that stretch, they've really tightened up the run. They have gotten better, yeah. Uh, there's definitely more, uh, more PPR upside, I think, with Jeff Wilson. Mm-hmm. All right, we have just under a minute remaining now. Can I get one last shot, see if Corey's awoke yet? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just check this out, please. Oh, my... Still knocked out. His belly's getting bigger. Greggy, what'd you do to this guy? <laughs> I did what we had to do, Frank. Gave him the switch and What he played. made us do. It's... He asked for it. We didn't screw Corey. Corey screwed Corey. Wow. <laughs> you hear that, Corey? The fantasy yeah. best friends forever takeover is complete. We want to thank Jim Day for joining us on the dark side. Chris Venture for wearing the Eagles jersey in the corner. We are your BFS. We'll see you tomorrow at noon. We hope.